These are the daily Bible readings for April 30th, or day 120. A prayer, before, to, a prayer to implore God's help before any action. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Assist us, O Lord, we beseech thee, with thy gracious inspiration, and further our efforts with thy continual help, that every prayer and work of ours may always begin with thee, and by thee be happily ended. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The first book of Samuel, otherwise known as the first book of Kings, chapters 17 and 18. Now the Philistines, gathering together their troops to battle, assembled at Socho of Judah, and camped between Socho and Azekah in the borders of Domin. And Saul and the children of Israel being gathered together came to the valley of Terebinth, and they set the army in array to fight against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. And there went out a man, base born from the camp of the Pharisees, named Goliath of Gern, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was clothed with a coat of mail with scales. And the weight of his coat of mail was five thousand sickles of brass. And he had greaves of brass on his legs, and a buckler of brass covering his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and the height of his spear weighed six hundred sickles of iron. And his armor-bearer went before him. And standing he cried out to the bands of Israel, and said to them, why are you come out prepared to fight? Am I not a Philistine, and you the servants of Saul? Choose out a man of you, and let him come down and fight hand to hand. If he be able to fight with me and kill me, he we will be servants of, to you. But if I prevail against him and kill him, you shall be servants and shall serve us. And the Philistines said, I have defied the bands of Israel this day. Give me a man, and let him fight with me hand to hand. And Saul and all the Israelites, hearing these words of the Philistine, were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of that Ephraimite of Benjamin, Judah, before mentioned, whose name was Esai, who had eight sons, and he was an old man in, his, in the days of Saul, and of great age among men. And his three eldest followed Saul to battle, and the names of his three sons that went to battle were Eliab the firstborn, and the second Abinadab, and the third Sama. But David was the youngest, so the three eldest, having followed Saul, David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's flock at Bethlehem. Now the Philistine came out morning and evening, and presented himself forty days. And Yesai said to David his son, Take for thy brethren an ephi of frumentary, and these ten loaves, and run to the camp of thy brethren, and carry these ten little cheeses to the tribune, and go see thy brethren if they are well, and learn with whom they are placed. But Saul and they and all the children of Israel were in the valley of Terebinth fighting against the Philistines. David therefore arose in the morning, and gave charge of the flock to his keeper, and went away, loaded as Yesai had commanded him. And he came to the place of Magala, 
and to the army which was going out to fight and shouted for the battle. For Israel had put themselves in array, and the Philistines who stood against them were prepared. And David, leaving the vessels, which he had brought under the care of the keeper of the baggage, ran to the place of the battle and asked if all things went well with his brethren. And as he talked with them, that base-born man, whose name was Goliath, the Philistine of Geth, showed himself coming up from the camp of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words, and David heard them. And all the Israelites, when they saw the man, fled from his face, fearing him exceedingly. And some one of Israel said, Have you seen this man that has come up? For he has come up to defy Israel. And the man that shall slay him, the king will enrich with great riches, and will give him his daughter, and will make his father's house free from the tribune in Israel. And David spoke to the man that stood by, saying, What shall be given to the man that shall kill this Philistine, and shall take away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him the same words, saying, These things shall be given to the man that shall slay him. Now when Eliab, the eldest brother, heard this, when he was speaking with the others, he was angry with David, and said, Why camest thou hither? And why didst thou leave those few sheep in the desert? I know thy pride and the wickedness of thy heart, that thou art come down to see the battle. And David said, What have I done? Is there not cause to speak? And he turned a little aside from him to another, and said the selfsame word. And the people answered him as before. And the words which David spoke were heard, and were re rehearsed before Saul. And when he brought to him... And when he was brought to him, he said to him, Let not any man's heart be dismayed in him. I, thy servant, will go and will fight against the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to withstand this Philistine, nor to fight against him, for thou art but a boy. But he is a warrior from his youth. And David said to Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion or a bear, and took a ram out of the midst of the flock. And I pursued after them, and struck them, and delivered it out of their mouth. And they rose up against me, and I caught them by the throat, and I strangled, and killed them. Now I thy servant have killed both a lion and a bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall also be as one of them. I will go now, and take away the reproach of the people. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine who has dared to curse the army of the living God? And David said, the Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And Saul clothed David with his garments and put a helmet of brass upon his head and armed him with a coat of mail. And David, having girded his sword upon his armor, began to try as he could walk in the armor, for he was not accustomed to it. And David said to Saul, I cannot go thus, for I am not used to it. And he laid them off. And he took his staff, which he had always in his hands, and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook, and put them into the shepherd's scrip, which he had with him. And he took a sling in his hand, and went forth against the Philistine. And the Philistine came on, and drew nigh against David, his armor-bearer before him. And when the Philistine looked, and beheld David, and he despised him, for he was a young man, ruddy and of a comely countenance. And the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with a staff? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And he said to David, 
Come to me, and I will give thy flesh to the birds of the air, and to the beasts of the earth. And David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, which thou hast defiled. This day the Lord will deliver thee into my hand, and I will slay thee, and will take away thy head from thee, and I will chase the carcasses of thy army of the Philistines all the day, all the days to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the earth, and all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth, not with sword and spear, for it is his battle, and he will deliver you into our hands. And when the Philistine arose and was coming and drew nigh to meet David, David made haste and ran to the fight to meet the Philistine. And he put his hand to his script and took a stone and cast it with a sling, fetching it about, struck the Philistine in the forehead. And the stone was fixed upon his forehead, and he fell on the face of the earth, on his face upon the earth. And David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and he struck and slew the Philistine. And as David had no sword in his hand, he ran over and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and slew him and cut off his head. And the Philistines, seeing that their champion was dead, fled away, and the men of Israel and Judah rose up, rising up shouted and pursued after the Philistines, till they came to the valley and to the gates of Acheron, and there fell many wounded of the Philistines in the way of Saraim, as far as Geth, and as far as Acheron. And the children of Israel returning, after they had pursued the Philistines, fell upon their camp. And David, taking the head of the Philistine, brought it to Jerusalem, but his armor he put in his tent. Now at that time Saul saw David going out against the Philistines. He said to Abner, the captain of the army, Of what family is that young man descended, Abner? And Abner said, As my soul liveth, O king, I know not. And the king said, Inquire thou whose son this man is. And when David was returned, after the Philistine was slain, Abner took him and brought him in before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand, and Saul said to him, Young man, of what family art thou? And David said, I am the son of thy servant, Yesai, the Bethlehemite. And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking to Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day, and would not let him return to his father's house. And David and Jonathan made a covenant, for he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the coat with which he was clothed and gave it to David and the rest of his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and his girdle. And David went out whatsoever business Saul sent him, and he behaved himself prudently. And Saul set him over the soldiers, and he was acceptable in the eyes of all the people, and especially in the eyes of Saul's servants. Now when David returned after he slew the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with timbrels of joy and cornets. And the women sung as they played, and they said, Saul slew his thousands, and David his ten thousands. And Saul was exceeding angry, and this word was displeasing in his eyes. And he said, They have given David ten thousands, and to me they have given but a thousand. 
What can he have more but the kingdom? And Saul did not look on David with a good eye from that day forward. And the day after the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of his house, and David played with his hand as at other times, and Saul held a spear in his hand and threw it, thinking to nail David to the wall. And David stepped aside out of his presence twice. And Saul feared David, because the Lord was with him, and was departed from himself. Therefore Saul removed him from him, and made him a captain over a thousand men, and went out and came in before the people. And David behaved wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. And Saul saw that he was exceedingly prudent, and began to be beware of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, for he came in and went out before them. And Saul said to David, Behold, my eldest daughter, Merob, her will I give thee to wife. Only be a valiant man, and fight the battles of the Lord. Now Saul said within himself, Let not my hand be upon him, but let the hands of the Philistines be upon him. And David said to Saul, Who am I, or what is my life, or my father's family in Israel, that I should be the son-in-law of the king? And it came to pass at the time when Merob, the daughter of Saul, should have been given to David, that she was given to Hadriel, the Molothite, to wife. But Michal, the other daughter of Saul, loved David, and it was told Saul, and it pleased him. And Saul said, I will give her to him, that she may be a stumbling block to him, that the hand of the Philistines may be upon him. And Saul said to David, In two things thou shalt be my son-in-law this day. And Saul commanded his servants to speak to David privately, saying, Behold, thou pleasest the king, and all his servants love thee. Now therefore be the king's son-in-law. And the servants of Saul spoke all these words in the ears of David. And David said, Doth it seem to you a small matter to be the king's son-in-law? But I am a poor man and of small ability. And the servants of Saul told him, saying, Such words as these David hath spoken. And Saul said, Speak thus to David, The king desireth not any dowry, but only a hundred foreskins of Philistines, to be avenged of the king's enemies. Now Saul thought to deliver David into the hands of the Philistines. And when his servants had told David the words that Saul had said, the word was pleasing in, in the eyes of David to be the king's son-in-law. And after a few days, David rose up and went with the men that were under him. And he slew of the Philistines two hundred men and brought their foreskins and numbered them out to the king that he might be his son-in-law. Saul therefore gave him Michael his, Michael his daughter to wife. And Saul saw and understood that the Lord was with David. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, loved him. And Saul began to fear David more, and Saul became David's enemy continually. And the princes of the Philistines went forth, and from the beginning of their going forth, David behaved himself more wisely than any of the servants of Saul, and his name became very famous. Psalm 118, verse 49 to 72. Zane, be thou mindful of thy word to thy servant, in which thou hast given me hope. This hath comforted me in my humiliation, because thy word hath enlivened me. The proud did iniquously 
altogether, but I decline not from thy law. I remembered, O Lord, thy judgments of old, and I was comforted. A fainting hath taken hold of me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. Thy justifications were the subject of my song in the place of my pilgrimage. In the night I have remembered thy name, O Lord, and have kept thy law. This happened to me because I saw after thy justifications. O Lord, my portion I have said, I would keep thy law. I entreated thy face with all my heart. Have mercy on me according to thy word. I have thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I am ready and am not troubled, that I may keep thy commandments. The cords of the wicked have encompassed me, but I have not forgotten thy law. I rose at midnight to give praise to thee, for the judgments of thy justification. I am a partaker with them that fear thee, and they keep thy commandments. The earth, O Lord, is full of thy mercy. Teach me thy justifications. Taith. Thou hast done well with thy servant, O Lord, according to thy word. Teach me goodness and discipline and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was humbled, I offended. Therefore have I kept thy word. Thou art good, and in thy goodness teach me thy justifications. The iniquity of the proud hath been multiplied over me, but I will seek thy commandments with my whole heart. Their heart is curdled like milk, but I have meditated on thy law. It is good for me that thou hast humbled me, that I may learn thy justifications. The law of thy mouth is good to me, above thousands of gold and silver. The Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 21, verse 1 through 19. And looking on, he saw the rich men cast their gifts into the treasury, and he saw also a certain poor widow casting in two brass mites. And he said, Verily I say to you, that this poor widow hath cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast in to the offerings of God. But she of her want hath cast in all the living that she had. And some, saying of the temple that it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, These things which you see, the days will come in which there shall not be left a stone upon a stone that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Master, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign? when they shall begin to come to pass, who said, Take heed, you be not seduced, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is at hand. Go ye not therefore after them. And when you shall hear of wars and seditions, be not terrified. These things must first come to pass, but the end is not yet presently. Then he said to them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be great earthquakes in diverse places, and pestilences, and famines, and terrors from heaven, and there shall be great signs. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you, and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues, and into prisons, dragging you before kings and governors for my name's sake. And it shall happen unto you for a testimony. Lay it up, therefore, in your hearts, not to meditate before how you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to resist and gainsay. And you shall be betrayed by your parents and brethren, and kinsmen and friends, and some of you 
they will put to death. And you shall be hated by all men for my name's sake, but a hair of your head shall not perish. In your patience you shall possess your souls. The prayer after reading the Holy Scriptures. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom which passes away, but grant me that love which never abates, that I may not choose to know anything among men, but Jesus and him crucified. I beg thee, dear Jesus, that he upon whom thou hast graciously bestowed the sweet savor of the words of thy knowledge may also possess thee, font of all wisdom, and shine forever before thy countenance. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.